After a year and a half, E.T. is coming back to the stage and will be hosting the 120 Conference right here in the ATL live September 25th and 26th. This year has left us drained from experiencing loss to having to live in uncertainty about finances and health to experiencing extreme burnout and being overwhelmed in our careers. It's time to rebuild. It's time to rise and recover. Find a way to finish. Find a way to find some more strength to keep going. Find a way. But whatever you do, don't quit. Don't surrender. Don't give up. Remember, if it's important to you, you'll find a way. If it's not, you'll find an excuse. It's time to go all in and reach new levels of success. Eric Thomas and the 120 Conference is exactly what you need to get that breakthrough and come out on top. Come see E.T. like you've never seen him before, right here in the ATL Live, September 25th and 26th. It's time to rebuild. It's time to rise and recover. Come see Eric Thomas like you've never seen him before. Get your tickets now at 120series.com. Was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome to Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? Well, what up, y'all? And we are in episode 45. <laughs> and uh, this is going to be the money episode. Yep, the money episode. We're going to talk about somebody making a billion dollars, somebody making $900 million, uh, changing your name just because you have a million dollars or a billion. I don't know what, <laughs> what how much he has. Right, right. People yeah, just make too much money. And we're going to talk about it because we're trying to make that much money, too. Right. Moose, how are you <laughs> feeling about this episode? Yeah, I mean, you're talking about uh, this is this week is probably going to go down in the history books, for real. There's a lot of records that were broken this week. Some people that just, you know, kind of revived their careers, I feel, in a way. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is probably especially for those of you who are from New York, you might especially enjoy this one. I know I sure did. So, yeah, I'm excited to dive in. Let's get into this intro. Two kids from Queens, cut from a different cloth. Now joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never before seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force, but more importantly, the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. So, you know what time it is. It's the review of the week. So, uh, this one says, yo, it's Mr. Run That Back. Been rocking with you guys since Facebook Live. Love the podcast and how you guys always put that branding spin on current situations. But at the same time, keeping them bombs dropping like air horns. Always deeper than the brand. Marathon flag, marathon flag, marathon flag. Shout One out. time with the horn. Yeah, One time. shout out to Mr. Run That Back. And uh, everybody who leaves us a review, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Podcast Chaser. As well as shout out to our All Access Squad. I almost forgot what I was saying. But All Access Squad, shout out to y'all. Try that only on Apple Podcasts for three days for free. We do an after show that is only exclusive on Apple Podcasts. So go check that out. And of course, uh, me and Moose are going to be talking at the 120 series. 
along with other big names, you know, but we're important. You know what I mean? We're important. So, uh, <laughs> you said we're important. We're important. You know? I mean, y'all, y'all came, y'all came on the podcast to hear us. That's a that's a light flex, but not really. Um, but one twenty series dot com, one twenty series dot com. Okay, I'm done with my little promo. Anyways, how are you feeling? Feeling great. I'm feeling great. I am. Um... Yeah, fresh off of a, a very exciting week in New York. Like I said, I don't know. I'm just feeling definitely probably, and I know we're going to talk about it, but definitely versus revitalized like the New Yorker in me. You see me back with my New Yorker hat. I, I'm like, I see hold on, it. Let me put on my the original true Yankee blue. Yeah, just New York just feels very, very right this time of year. So, um, yeah. You seem relaxed. It's, it's, uh, you, you seem relaxed now. Really? Yes. You just came from, I was just about to ask you. You just came back from vacation. What? Costa Rica? Costa Rica. Yeah. How was that? Tell the people. That was relaxing. That was extremely relaxing. And, and clouds moving and volcanoes and riding horses that I, you know, whatever, that <laughs> I never felt safe. But it was outside an amazing experience. Showers and, outside and, showers and, and a massage in outdoors covered while it's raining. I never knew I needed that. Mm. No more fake spa sound noises ever again not doing it i don't want to hear no fake rain anything wind whatever no i was in a rainforest having a massage crazy but anyways um fire yeah that was that was pretty dope so uh if we have any costa rica people uh shout out to y'all because y'all have an amazing place an amazing volcano that was really dope to see from just my bed <laughs> Your relaxation energy rubbed off on me now. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it's, it's you're a good like, time. Yeah, right? you know, yeah. New York has this different vibe. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, that was bad energy. What? When we get into that topic, that was real aggressive kind of strategic vibes. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I don't know what it is, but I got my New York hat and it's just a not different the kind R&B of, voice. Yeah, that's how though. you sounded. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can make some adjustments to my mic. All right. Come on. Let me sit up. Look. All right, y'all. We're going to give you a, a good energetic podcast for real, oh for real. God. Here we go. So the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry if that came off on the, you know, a little R&B. Yeah, not, yeah, not, no, no, no. Yeah, no R&B we just, sounds. We just in our New York vibe. <laughs> you know, just... It feels different. Yes, it does. Clearly. It does feel different, though. It does feel different. I'm not going to lie. We're going to get into it. But first, uh, we actually were reading something right before the podcast. And uh, let's start with the first big money talk, right? (laughs) South Park creators sign a massive new $900 million deal. With Viacom mm. CBS, right? Great. First off, um, shout out to the youngins that don't know what South Park is. You're about to figure it out, right? But nine hundred million. Yeah. What? Now Crazy. that that includes six seasons, right? And like, I think they said fourteen spinoffs, which is a lot of work. So I'm not yeah, saying you're saying work. like. They're doing one season and making 900. If they did, that's GOAT status. I just want to put that mm. out there. That, but Thanks. this is still GOAT status. This is still crazy. 
900 mil for South Fork mm. cartoon. I, listen, I'm out here. We had, we're, of course, we're going to talk about the billionaire status in a little bit. But we just had the the free agency with the with the NBA and, and finding out whose contracts got extended, 200 mil here, 100 mil here, 183 mil here. I'm like, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. need to be entertaining. I can't do this. Right. What, why, why, am right. I, why am I trying to inform the world? I'm, I'm still going to inform the world. Don't worry about it, people. But this makes right. you almost question, like, Am I in? Am I doing something wrong? What? Oh, a hundred percent. What? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, entertaining seems to be the way. If, and, <laughs> and the crazy yeah. thing is, what was it? Um, that's why. And shout out to E. We have many conversations, but that's why E was like, "Yo, we have to figure out how to bring entertainment into this because people adore entertainment more than they deal." with information. And I'm like, I'm still confused by that because without information, you're dumb. Just, this is fact too. I, I'm, this is fact too. <laughs> yeah. 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 This, without is, that, this is very like, true. Now I'm not sitting here saying there's no millionaire people who give out information. Clearly there is, but Sheesh, nine hundred. And and it's already that I I was reading is set to come out this year. Wow, crazy. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, I think the the market is just changing in in such a crazy way. There's Mm -hmm. so much money being spent right now. Um, Call it what you want. Call it inflation. Call it whatever you want. But at the end of the day, there's a ton of money that's being spent right now, and uh, especially in sports, mm-hmm. that TV and salary cap money is expanding, and we're about to see some crazy numbers. I mean, not too, uh, what was it, a year, maybe a year, two years ago when Mahomes signed half a billion dollars, I think it was. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think we talked about it too. Yeah. I don't know if it was on a live or even on one of the episodes, but it's like the money is about to get big. Like it's about to be numbers. You know, I think we're, we're going to hit, somebody's going to hit you know, sign a billion dollar contract here pretty soon. I mean, if we're already at a half a billion, it's only a matter of time, which is, I know it sounds crazy, but yeah, it's, uh, it's going to happen pretty soon. 900 mil off of, yeah, off of a cartoon. Yeah. Off of a- Shout out to anyone who's yeah really been rocking with South Park though, because I never really got into it, into it. I right. think I was at that era where I just kind of like, I had just been maybe too young for it. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the the jokes that they were saying were kind of flying over my head left and right. But I think about those are like the old school, like OG writers for real, for real. Like these are the type of people who like their content creation was legit writing, writing. Right. Like that's how people created content. So to see them come back and sign that big of a deal. I wonder, I wonder when it originated. Do you know how long it's been out? I'm gonna look that up real quick. No clue. Because... Yeah, because I wouldn't think that South Park would still be as popular today as it was maybe 20 years ago. Like when I was a kid, I know everyone would geek up about the show. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely remember that. A lot of my friends' older brothers or older siblings would, you know, would be crazy about it. Mm-hmm. But 
man, that much money today's world. It's like interesting. I definitely find that interesting. My, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to look up and see. My big question is like, is it still going to work after so long? That's a now, great question. I, I think it will because it will give that old, that what's that big word that I never could say? Nostalgic. Nostalgia. There it is. Hey, yeah. there we go. Come on. Um, It'll give that kind of vibe. I'm not going to repeat it, but <laughs> it'll give oh, that kind cool. of vibe, which everybody their... does. What happened? Yeah. Now I'm saying it's coming up on their anniversary. It originated or came out August 13th, 1997. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by the, by, the, by the time this comes out, it, um, you know, it'll be right around that anniversary time. Oh, okay. Well, happy anniversary, South Park, and congratulations on your $900 million deal. <laughs> right. Sheesh. Yeah, that's crazy. Shout Man. out to y'all. But let's get to it, because y'all know um, we were going to talk about this. Uh, versus. Locks versus Dipset. Um, I believe Moose watched this because he came into the podcast with a different kind of vibe and the New York hat. Mm-hmm. So yes. um, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say it is, but it was one of the best verses right. I've seen so far. Facts. Um, before before I give my whole spiel about it, Moose, how did you feel about? Because I feel like I can yeah. have this conversation <laughs> with you finally because you watched it. Right. So are we good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, first let me apologize because I think on the live show I said, yo, I think Dipset is going to take this. And I really felt that they were. Yeah. Uh, but the way the way Jada, I mean, Jada Kids came out and I'm like, who, what, is, what? This is their, like, I don't know what happened, but it caught me by a total surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, of course, it was just a, a tremendous display of music, like, Real artistry, I think, again. And that's why I said people from New York will really appreciate this because I just felt like, yo, this, it, it made me feel nostalgic in a way, Nick's. Like, I'm like, yo, I remember listening to this music or just having this feel, right, mm-hmm. growing up in, the, in, in our neighborhood, in Queens and, and in different parts of the city. So that was really cool. The part that I appreciated above all, though, was to see how someone can come and prepare for competition, yeah. even when their competition is not ready for, is not ready for competition. Mm. And I know I said competition six times right there. That was a lot But of the fact that that's a lot of competition, I know. <laughs> but the fact that Jada Kiss showed up and was so determined to prove a point, mm-hmm. and I don't know when's the last time he put out new music, but he just felt like, I felt like I was watching uh, like, like Tyson in his prime. Like Ali in their prime, tip top shape, like ready to go for for forever. And I just really appreciated that he didn't take something lightly because he loved to do it. Like yeah. he didn't just love the the art or, or rapping or music, but you clearly can see someone who's a phenomenal performer. So I really appreciated to see like, yo, there's levels to it, and you can be 
an all-time great at one point in your career, even when you were actively putting out music. But yesterday's accomplishments are not going to help you in today's world, in a sense. So, like, to see how, you know, they outmatched mm-hmm. Dipset and just everyone from that side, I was just like, wow, they, they are not stopping. Like, they, they just... They show no mercy whatsoever. So for me, of course, the music was great, but I really did appreciate just the like the ferociousness that Jada and the squad showed up with. Like, yo, uh, yeah, we're going to uh, go pretty strong here today. So it, that that was that was next level for sure. So I, I'll start off by saying I think we both thought Dipset was going to win just because their movement was way bigger than the locks, right? So yeah. you look at culture over music sometimes. And what they did for the culture in New York was mm-hmm. massive, right? 100%. So instantly people are like, all right, dipset, boom, right? So on my fan mode real quick before I get into the the real breakdown, um, Jada's the MVP, hands down, okay? Um, Everybody's been saying this phrase, but the locks did a whole master class on what's supposed to happen as far as performance-wise, you know? Um, They came prepared. It was more like, okay, if they play this song, we're going to come back with this song. And if they do this song, if they say this, Boom, we're going to do this. Like they were extremely prepared where Dipset was already late, didn't come out, whatever, didn't know their words. That was weird. Um, It just looked a little sloppy on their end, but it's still appreciated that they were there, right? And Mm -hmm. the back and forth ish talking was appreciated um i I don't know what freaky ziggy was the was doing ever but the lock showed out amazing so for our non-hip-hop heads don't worry i got y'all okay so i want to break down how i don't know if you caught it but they have a subscription base now did you catch Mm. that I didn't, no. Okay, so for our business and branding people that are like, okay, you've gone over versus 17 million times. What's happening? What's Why are we keep? So I love how they continuously step it up. So first part, Madison Square Garden. This is not in a club. Like we've been seeing it. This is where tickets were sold. Right. And you can see certain statuses of, okay, if you're the celebrity, you're up front. Or if you purchase these particular tickets, you're up front. You clearly saw the audience this time. Whereas before it was like, okay, we're still very aware of the pandemic, but I want you to know we have people in it, but I don't want to let you know how much. This one was like, nah, this is packed. We outside. Mm. Right. Um, the promotion to get to it was funny. They did 
the entertainment kind of vibe. Let's have all these different jokes and skits and commercials. And you see the back and forth. And so that brought anticipation to this particular event, right? Now, at the end, they now have a, like, versus Fight Club or something like that, right? So for $2.99 or $29.99, this is not a commercial. I'm just breaking down the monetization side now. So for those particular prices, you can get an... Versus Fight Club exclusive fight and versus battle each month. So now they're going from free 99 from your phone to then their cameras and their setup to now a subscription base, which I'm interested to see how that happens as far as what battles are going to still be live Uh, For free on like Instagram and and Triller or or what is going to be the subscription based one since now they're matched with a boxing uh, event as well. So if if people have been paying attention to us from the jump when we've been talking about versus in the beginning, it showed and I keep repeating this part, it shows from an idea to pure exposure to now monetization and where they're selling tickets, right? They're, they have, uh, they allowed stock for the beginning people of, of versus to have Triller stock with the versus deal, right? Uh, Tim and Swift have major, like creative control and ownership on the joint still. They did the Peloton thing that it's, it's just evolving into a huge, massive movement and brand that is now bringing in a lot of money, a lot of sponsorships and different streams of income off of just an idea of, Hey, let's battle my favorite songs with your favorite songs. I am. I just, I, you know me, I love the versus brand it in each time it shows something new. And we discussed it where we see the transition into a paid joint. We see, Mm -hmm. okay, are they going to stay in Miami with the the club kind of look and people will come to Miami and see it yeah. or they going to bring it to the road. And that was almost a, an answer right there. Like now nah, we're going to go to cities where these battles are going to be in. And Michael Buffer was there. My man does not speak for right. less than a mil. Yeah, so crazy. money is, is there, which was really and weird a lot for them to name- say the locks artists in the building too like fat joe was there like i just seen a lot of like i'm like man i don't know that i've ever seen a concert mellow was there that yeah that many big name celebrities can enjoy at mm-hmm. this scale and to see what that was i was like wow that's really cool like they've created something so unique in its essence that 
even people of the same, think of it the same niche or the same lane yep. that are still coming out to support and taking the experience. So I think, yeah, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. So shout out to Versus. That was an amazing, amazing battle. Um, kind of disappointed at Dipset. Yeah, I am. Um, but I just, I forgot how many songs and features the locks really have. Yeah, that was like, fire. That was fire. Really have. Yeah. And there was, there was yeah, rumor that. saying that they were supposed to bring out Mace and Diddy. Or Love. Mm. And we'll get into that. But, yeah, they were supposed to bring some people out. And I was expecting guests. You're in Madison Square Garden. You're home. Both of you guys are home. You didn't bring nobody out? But well, I, I, I mean, guess they didn't I, need to, but... Yeah. I mean, the fact that those Jada freestyles were pretty fire, though. I, mean, I just... I, I felt like that, that alone kind of made up for the lack of guests. Like, you know what? Not only am I going to give you some of my classics... Yeah. I'm just give you... I'm, I'm just... Yeah, I'm just do this here, too. I was just like, yo... I. I don't know that, and I don't know that anyone has done that in any of the versus battles so far. So, like, yeah, that that was cool. That yeah. was cool because because what I always tie it back to, and sorry for this like quick personal development tip, but I always tie it back to you know being able to create your own rules even when it's like not mentioned. It's not like no one said, oh, you can't, you can't, you know, drop some. I know people have released albums and they've kind of set it up in a way like, okay, I'm gonna you know release music on or around the day of the battle, but yeah, the way he did it, I thought was really dope. So, big facts. Uh, so, shout out to Versus, shout out to the Locks and Dipset. Uh, if you watch this, that was amazing. It was amazing for New York, and I'm very interested how they follow up. I'm very interested what the next battle oh, yeah. will be because it bar is kind of high. <laughs> bar is kind of high, but let's talk about. Billions. Let's talk mm. about the new billionaire that we have in the world. Okay. None only than Rihanna. <laughs> We're not going to get music. Wow. We're just going to get reports of how much money she is making. Praise mm. God. But that's no stab. Uh, super, super congratulations. Let's get into this clip. But it wasn't until 2017 that she launched the brand that would take her to billionaire status and would make her the first black woman with creative control at a major fashion house. Her makeup line, Fenty Beauty, was one of the industry's first inclusive lines, offering 40 different shades of foundation. The brand, co-owned with French luxury goods giant LVMH, was an immediate hit. In 2018, Rihanna launched Savage X Fenty, and in 2020, she launched Fenty Skin, also with LVMH. Today, Forbes estimates Rihanna's net worth at $1.7 billion. Hmm. So, wow. Um, this is this is where I want to do the typical. Let me hold five. Let me. Let me hold five. You, you hold hey, billionaire. Hey, Riri, let, let me get hey. a let me get a dollar real quick. I'm just right. saying, but um, first off, for our true Nikki and Moose uh, listeners, 
we continuously hear about this LVMH people. Okay, well, companies. I don't want to call people. Yeah, They're not yeah. a person. Yeah. But what don't they have their hands on? What? Like, I'm realizing this. We talked about it with, with Jay. Yeah. We talked about it with Virgil. We talk, I feel we talked about it one more time. And now we're talking about with Rihanna. Premium goods. <sighs> this... Premium goods. What? They know. They know. They and know. They, yep. and they have, Tomo and Hennessy. And they have uh, Fenty Beauty, which she owns 50% of that. That's the one that, that's billionaire status. Right. 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 But I'm like, yo, this is now... This is now one of those... Remember how you said, yo, you gave up so much... What is happening, this, that, and the third. But now we're starting to hear more people like us with their partnership being in the high status. In that status. Yeah. Right. 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 No, 100%. I mean, again, the talk on Virgil, because I've seen like some of the comments and people was like, yo, like, that's a great move. And I'm like, again, I'm not saying it's a bad move. I'm never against collaboration. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about giving away 60%. Right here, 50 50, right? We talk about like, you can't say nothing so to 10 that. So 10% hurts collaborate. a little bit? 10 extra Absolutely, because it's the leverage. It's losing leverage. That's what it is, right? When you, when, when when you cut a deal fifty one forty nine, you lose leverage even on that two percent. That's all I'm saying. It's the leverage. It's the leverage. We're when not, it comes we're to not those on things, Virgil. So, I'm not. I'm yeah, not going to speak too it's, much. It's all good. Because if Virgil but, becomes a billionaire, I'm coming oh, I'm sure he back. Will be. I'm coming back I'm like sure this. He will like. Be. Mm -hmm. oh, the extra 10 didn't matter, huh? Right. Hey, I'm like, I oh, you still on that 10? You still yeah. on that 10. But I'm, I'm not hey, saying I'm not it's money. It. For me, you know, it's, it's never about the money situation. Yeah, It's always about the different opportunities and being at the seat of the table, right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe owning the table. 100%. Like, 100%. At some point, that table is going to get halfway full of people that look like us. Right. I think right. that's more important sometimes because if you have half of the power, I can make another brand. I mean, like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, there was this clip that we put out for Ease... Uh, Instagram like creative people can't go broke because we could wake up and come up with a idea that's worth 10 million dollars right that's a on a low ball with these people you know what I mean not not with <laughs> us but with these people that's right, so sad right. I'm saying 10 million is nothing right but um so that's why if we go back to Virgil's situation I'm not worried about that one my man has made a huge dent in in the LV brand as well as a successful brand with uh, Off-White. So I'm not worried yeah. about him. And clearly, 
Rihanna isn't worried about them either because that was a great collaboration. And then on top of her lingerie situation, Fenty Skin, of course, her music catalog. It's just super disgusting. But on researching this whole Rihanna thing and how much she made, they did a whole article about like, the self-made women, like she's the newest one. Right. But it was interesting to learn like Dolly Parton is on there. I was like, okay, I haven't heard that name for a little bit, but I'm not, and we'll get into that topic. I'm not of that world. So I don't think I would, but seeing some of the industries that have some of these self-made women and billionaires is very interesting, right? So for uh, our YouTube viewers, you see that we have top 10 industry for self-made women. For our audio listeners, don't worry, I got y'all, right? So the top 10 industries that make you a lot of money, a lot of money. Technology is number one. Fashion and retail is number two. Media and entertainment is number three, which I'm going to circle. Uh, <laughs> finance and investment is number four. Five is healthcare. Six is food and beverage. Seven is constructing and engineering. Eight is service. Nine is manufacturing. And 10 is sports. Well, 10 for women, I can make that makes sense. Okay. Because I was like, 10 sports? That don't make no sense. But the the crazy thing it goes from 37.2 billion from number 1 to all the way down to 940 million like and it gives you the number of women on the list and 28 people on this self-made list are in technology which i'm not shocked because to, if you know tech you could pretty much write your own check yeah yeah These for are sure facts. for sure yeah. yeah, I think. Okay. Now I was just gonna say, I think my like the cool thing about this list is it's showing you the total net worth of the people of that category and how much they kind of have together, mm-hmm. not necessarily how much that particular industry is worth, right? So it's like there's definitely some something to look out for that makes a difference, right? Because like right. I could look at this and be like, oh, uh, the fashion and retail has $19.5 billion. No, it doesn't have $19.5 billion. It could be more or less, but Mm -hmm. the women who have, you know, kind of created their own within that particular industry, there's 20 of them and combined, they have a total of 19.5 billion. So that's different. But the other thing that I think is equally as important, Nick's, that my mind immediately went to, Mm -hmm. when I'm looking at, you know, the three names that you mentioned, Jay, Virgil, Rihanna, they all made their dent and, you know, doing their maybe creative endeavor to gain their influence. But they took their influence and they went to something tangible, mm-hmm. right? It, it, food and beverage, I would say Jay is under that with, you know, uh, uh, his spirit business and then him selling that to Louis Vuitton. So like Moet Hennessy, I get it, right? Yeah. Same thing with Virgil. So it, I, I think that that's definitely a lesson for us who are listening, those who are watching. Like, man, at some point, as I, as I aim to build my personal brand, aim to 
maybe have a large following or have a large level of influence, the whole nine, just know that you can't continue to bank on just the influence alone to keep generating or creating most of your wealth and most of your revenue. At some point, you got to be able to pull all of that experience, that many eyeballs, that much level of attraction along with you and put it into something tangible, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I love that. And I don't know that all or every billionaire needs to do this, but I'm just seeing it again. We talked about or we mentioned and we'll probably go to him in a, in a different uh, a different direction here shortly. But even when you mentioned Diddy, yeah. like Diddy on that list, but he took all of that influence, all of that thing, and then started Revolt, Ciroc, the whole nine. You kind of like, so, so you really start to see that eventually at some point while we are, many of us are aiming to have such a large level of influence, mm-hmm. just know that that's not the end goal. Right. What we're seeing a lot of these power players doing is that they're taking that influence and then dumping it into a tangible industry and accumulating maybe 10 100x, you know, their overall net worth because, you know, to see someone like Rihanna break in to that status at in their 30s. Yeah. Man, unbelievable. Well, I got a uh, surprise clip that may explain okay. why she's a billionaire. Really important okay. for me to expand, to build, to evolve, to do things bigger, better try new aspects of creativity, very important for me. I get bored really quickly. So if I've done it, I'm already bored of it while I'm doing it. That's something, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm always like, what's next? What's next? I want something better. I want something different. How do we, it it doesn't necessarily have to be bigger, but maybe it's deeper. Maybe we just go deeper and, and explore things that aren't being discussed. So, uh, shout out to all our bored people. You're about to be a billionaire. Right. I feel good. I right. feel good. She said, shout "Yo, out I to get you who get bored quickly. I get bored <laughs> quick. So, but the reason why I brought that up is, um, the main reason is the last part she said, like." Yo, it's not necessarily creating something else or expanding or anything like it's like maybe we have to go deeper into the brand, deeper Mm -hmm. into what we're honestly doing, because once we get into the core part, then it all starts to make sense. Like then we can really touch the pain points and bring because her brand is all about inclusivity. Right. Right. And she's like, yo, how do we go deeper into that? How do we really break into that vibe? And all because she gets bored. She looks for a deeper reason of things. I think that's so dope. Definitely. Like the little clues that they are giving us as far as like, yo, you don't necessarily have to do something different. Just go like hone in on this. Yeah. What? I'm That's fire. But I also wanted to uh bring up the top ten uh self made women, right? But once again, 
talking more about their industry than who they are. Because some of y'all may not know these people. But the number one self-made person, Diane Hendricks, 11 Bill, roofing? Come on. Roofing. Wow. What? Like, I can understand health IT, right? Right. I can understand eBay. I can understand gas stations. Roofing? Little Caesar throw, throws me off because I didn't even think yeah, Little Caesar was like popping like that. But I remember they went, they they were so high and then they made a dip and then they did a comeback. So I'm I'm cool on that. But roofing? And this is, I think. Yeah, that's next level. This is consistent for her. She's been on the top list. Like, I think she's been number one for a bit. Wow. And I'm like. Okay, taking back the entertainment joint. Okay, yeah. what we're doing is cool. Yeah. Because if roofing could get us 11 bill. Come on. Oh, we yeah. got we got some crazy. We uh, so Yeah. Uh there is hope people. Um if roofing can make her 11 billion dollars, you too. Can <laughs> <laughs> You too get a billion. You do get a billion. Yeah. 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 Now, for me, I I can't see that list without thinking about like, yo, again, everyone wants a shiny object. There's somebody out there who's still making it work with black and white and making billions. Like just taking basic everyday stuff. Everybody need a roof. Yeah. (laughs) Last time I checked, everybody need a roof. A lot of people love pizza. Uh, I saw somebody on their car dealerships. Everyone need a car. Like, it's just like, yo, sometimes just just work with the basics. Like, don't don't try and, you know, come up with anything too crazy. There's stuff that it's high demand that people were always going to be in need of. Mm-hmm. So, like, seeing stuff like that, to me, I kind of like, it's like, yo, you don't got to reinvent the wheel. At least that's what it does for me, Next, I don't know if you see something different, but yeah, I definitely get that reassurance of like, man, stop trying to reinvent the wheel. Just yeah. stick to the basics. You no, can hit your basics, billy like that. I agree. Mm-hmm. The basics is, is what's needed. And... Look, going back to Rihanna, just what we always say is something is going to get you in the door, but there's always something bigger that's going to make you way more money, right? Mm. Music got her in the door to be able to have your own capital and influence to have these different collaborations and these different businesses that is now making you a self-made woman in the billion stats, not in the million stats. Cause there were, right. if you go through that list on Forbes, there were people in the million status. So we're not just only talking about billionaire females, yeah. but she's like, nah, I'm, I'm a whole billionaire in these streets because right. of makeup because of skincare and because of lingerie, three things that completely embody women. And I do that. We still want music, Riri. We still in, in, right. in deep need of it. Clearly, it may not be in your billionaire status because like you said, you are probably bored of it. However... <laughs> it would be appreciated. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Right. But when you're bored, right. when when you're bored of being a billionaire, 
right? You go back feel, to music. Yeah, yeah, go back to music. <laughs> go deeper go, into music when you're back. Go deeper into yeah, yeah, yeah. it. You, I don't know if you've truly conquered. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, there's always been this debate, Rihanna, Beyonce, Rihanna. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just, mm. I'm just. I'm just starting. I can't wait till we see. Sorry to bring it back there, but I can't wait till we see some like some serious big name verses like Jay Z, Kanye. You know, like you said right there, Beyonce, Rihanna. I just want to see. I just want to. I want to. I want to speak it. I want to imagine it. Like, can you imagine that though? Can you imagine that though? Well, so I'm not gonna say it's not. I'm not gonna say it's a never because clearly, uh, and I will give my Kanye update, which will only take me five seconds. But um, (laughs) we clearly know that Jay Z and Kanye are in better terms. Right. Clearly. Okay. He flew in. To the second listening party. Right? Oh, he was there. He, yeah, we saw the we saw the Puma wow. Jet. We saw the Puma Jet. We okay. already know what that means. So, mm-hmm. um, so it could happen. I just I, there's certain people I just don't see doing verses. Hmm. I don't see it. I don't. Okay. Like I don't. I don't feel like okay. Diddy or love and we'll get into that uh we'll do a versus i don't feel like you would yeah no 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 i don't know not diddy i want to see i want to like i said i said the big name you know but like diddy would Jay, no but hold Nas, on kanye i want to see diddy diddy has hits that is going to like i don't truly understand who could really go against diddy to be honest with you and people could fight me on this i'm cool on that but understand that man made a movement as well and does get prepared. The locks are as prepared as they were because of Diddy's mentoring. Because they acted, and shout out to uh, Q. We had this conversation on live last night. Um, they knew their roles. They acted like an R&B group. Like, you are the point. You are number two. You are number three. You know your roles. And that's all by Q. This is this is not coming from me. This is what Q said. Right? Yeah. And because they knew their roles, it did what it did. But that was because that's that's the Diddy era. Like, yo, you, Jada, one, Styles, two, Sheik, three. And they, everybody eats. Mm-hmm. Right. And which I would love maybe on an after show or something and maybe I'll call him um, have that discussion as far as the teams, because he was like. Dipset doesn't know their roles. And if we break it down into a real like just real life situations, even with with E. For those who don't know who he is, Eric Thomas, um, He's the point. That's number one. CJ is two. Carl is three. Everybody knows their roles and hence why it's very, uh, you know, very successful. Successful. So when teams don't know their particular roles, that's when there's chaos. That's where it seems out of sync and you can't get to that level that you deserve because y'all don't know y'all roles. 
I don't know how we got back here, but we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you said Rihanna, Beyonce, and I'm like, shoot, speaking of which, that oh, would yeah, be we kind of... Oh, yeah, we went back to verses. We went... You know, I, yeah, 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 I want yeah. those classic verses, yeah. We went back to verses. I apologize. But, um, yeah, I don't see those... I don't see Jay coming to verse. That would be amazing. That would definitely be I'm on going to that. third yeah, I'm going I want to go to a versus period. Okay? Mm. Swiss, Tim, as much as we cover you, like Nikki and Moose would just like to go to the next verses. Please don't yeah, let it be ask. like the old school verses. I'm just gonna ask that. But yeah, beggars ask. can't be choosers. Send me to whatever. I just want to go to a versus. <laughs> That'd be fire. You know what I mean? That'd be fire. But um, real quick, I I saw this video and I saw this cover. And I just like, I really just want to get to this status where that sense of freedom that hmm. I could do whatever I feel, like changing my name for the fourth time. You know what I mean, like, and, and if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, uh, talking about Diddy or now known as Love. Now, he changed his name a bit ago. Okay, so this is nothing new. But they recently on Vanity Fair did a cover about it and a little video. And I got a clip of the video. Time for that superpower, which is love. It ain't no joke. The world needs it. That's the war that we in. Love is war. You know, this is a very serious mission. Very high risk mission that God sent me on. It ain't even a black or white thing at this point. You know what I'm saying? It's love versus hate. And if you see the devil, tell him I'm looking for him. Okay. So I'm laughing at the the water the the the, the water glass pass. You know, it's just the So tell, tell him I'm looking for him. Mm-hmm. So this is where I'm conflicted, all right? First off, when you say God, I can't even make fun of you. Like it's right. almost like I don't know if you're all right. You said it. So I got to take you serious right now. Granted, we do know that Diddy is very big on the community and all the stuff that has been happening past couple of years, not just last year, just past couple of years. He may feel that passionate about trying to make a change that he literally calls himself love to fully embody what he wants. For that, I'm cool with it, right? Like, sir, if you need to change your name to make sure this movement continues, I'm cool with that. But I'm just like, for me, the reason why I brought this here was like, yo, you have so much freedom that you're just like, I'm going to start a movement and I'm going to change my name and have the tattoo and everything chain. And we, you're just going to, everybody call me love. Everybody call me love. And everybody's been calling him love. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not there yet. I'm not. From, I'm not from there Puff yet. to Diddy to B Diddy to P Diddy, I mean, to uh, Sean Combs to, love. yeah, it's, um, yeah, I mean, hey, God bless. I mean, 
I think, uh, you know, you listen to some people, obviously they talk about like the importance of continuing to explore creativity. I respect it. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's interesting what he's doing. It's, I don't know what's going to lead to just yet, but it's interesting. So I don't know. I, yeah, I we'll see. Literally just wanted to do a quick random video on uh, Mr. Love, just because these are some of the things that may be your goal. So, like, if you feel that passionate about something and you have the means to do it, fully, fully embrace it. Fully. If that means change your name, change your hair, change your clothes. Tattoo. Tattoo. Um, the cars. New environment. Do it. And he clearly has that freedom. And that's just what I want to highlight is, like, Whatever I want to do, I can. And I make you mm. think that, like, this is needed. That's the crazy thing Barkable. about that. He has so right. much confidence that you believe whatever he's saying. It's like, yeah, you know well, what? He's a genius marketer, though. I will he say is. that. He's, he's always been good at really, you know, making you feel like this, you need this. This is, this is incredibly good. He is. He is. So, uh, shout out to, to love, but, uh, yeah, the person, (laughs) the, I mean, the feeling too, you know, the movement, whatever. I don't, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this, I don't know. Anyways. Um, so there is an interview that is trending at this moment with Tyler, the creator at hot 97, shout out to hot 97. Right. Um, and if y'all haven't watched it, please go watch it. It's actually really good. Really, yeah. really good. And there was this point that I wanted to bring to the podcast because I actually want to come up with different solutions. Because I think we both had a conversation of, you know, life isn't what we thought it was. Like, we've been very busy and it's not all that. But Tyler was talking about the perception of everything that we see on our phones and just within media. And this is what he said. But the perception is that people don't fuck with it because your gauge of if it's good or not is based off of the Comments. phones. I mean, it, it, people live with that mind state. I got cars that you probably never been in the back of that. And it's a whole world of guys in a certain tax bracket that drives these things, but you wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you can't, you can't live life like thinking that things doesn't exist or this means that just because the only place you're, you know, getting your information from. Or see what you're having Yeah, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed this interview, man. I mean, um, I came across it, you know, earlier in the day and I seen multiple pe- multiple people share it. And I don't know what 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 like caused me to go and check it out and actually listen to it. I sent it to you as well. And I was like, man, again, I don't know if what it was, but to me it was just this idea of you see someone who you probably at face value can't connect with. And, mm-hmm. and I'm sure some people do. He obviously has a large following, but what he's describing is you 
living in your own world Mm -hmm. and expecting that to be everyone else's world or everyone else's reality. And I've talked about the, that's kind of the curse of New York or a big city in general, because New York is so diverse that you think that, oh, I don't need to go anywhere else. What's the point of traveling? What's the point of doing anything? I got everything right here. Literally. But literally. And, but that's the furthest thing from the truth, because when you really go out of your box and you begin to lift your head up and, and start to see what's happening, you recognize that you know, there are so many different categories. Like I was talking to Nick's about uh, anime and K-pop and all of these different South Park. We talked about one of them, right? 900 million, nearly another billion dollar valuation because of a unique like, maybe not something that you might be into, you and I, or, or whomever, maybe a lot of the list, I don't know. But when you start judging it based off of your like, I think you start almost, it's like an unfair judgment, passing unfair judgment on something that could have a life of its own elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And sure, you might be judging it, but I think the true, the truth coming short of, or the truth falling short of is that you don't get to experience something new. Right. By, by, because it's not, it's not what you're accustomed to. You don't get to experience something new. So like, you know, the trip that you went on to me going mm-hmm. to the, even something, something as much as a little, a, ba- a baseball game, been a ba- plenty of baseball games before, but just going to that last night and just experiencing the energy again in the city was like, wow, yo, get out, get out, do different things. Yeah, literally. And I, I'm sorry. I know it's, it's COVID, whatever. Delta season, whatever, call it whatever you want, but just mad, do people. different things. Yeah, do different things and don't pass judgment on something because it's not what you're accustomed to in your world. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's, there's a lot that you can experience as a result of it. So no, that go check out that for interview, man. I think it's really powerful, but I, I definitely enjoyed that clip. Yeah, I, I, I want to come up with solutions of how to get out of the phone right like yeah we could say go outside but then like we know people will argue okay and then there's this delta variant situation Mm -hmm. there's this there's that or i don't have the means or whatever and with our phones being so easy to navigate on and see a lot of things that we wouldn't really see even if we went outside like i could see dubai on my phone right a certain part based off the perspective of who shot it right now when you have so much information and you have so much resources the palm of your hand it's hard to think that not other people are seeing what you're seeing, right? Now, granted, I look at different things on, like, I don't just stay within the culture. I look at just world stuff, not necessarily news because it just makes me sad, but just travel stuff, culture stuff, right, just to keep me like just well-rounded, but I don't sit here and say, I know everything. I feel like within every single tax bracket and all that, because it's just, 
in all actuality, there are conversations that are happening that we don't know. There are events that is happening that we don't know. There's collectibles that make a whole lot of money. Like there's this, oh my God. Um, and this is still a little bit part of the culture, but these like bare bricks, right? That I'm looking at with collectibles. Cause now I'm starting to be like, oh, collectibles. I like this. Mm-hmm. But there's these bare bricks, like mouse looking things that sell up to like $3,000 or something. I'm like, why? What? And there are people who have like life-size ones. And if the little small ones are 3000 how much are those? Like I'm learning something each time, right? Now, how do we help those who just have their phone to experience life? And especially just, I'm not even going to say younger folks, because just people in general. I'm yeah. I'm confused. Like I see what he's saying, right? And I don't disagree with it. But it is important. It, it also in that in interview, he was like, "I'm very happy about the mentors that I have who will show me new things as well as check me." Mm-hmm. But he's also with the circle he has is being exposed to things. That maybe a regular smegular person wouldn't be able to have exposure to. For sure. For sure. Well, I mean, to your first question, I think the the honest answer, or at least in my opinion, is curiosity. Yeah. Right? Like the 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 problem with much of what he's speaking to is being able to see someone else's opinion or hear someone else's opinion and immediately take it on as your own. Mm-hmm. And even worse, begin to spread it. To other people like, hey, here's the truth. You don't know that. That's not your truth. Right. right? You took somebody else's opinion, embraced it as your own, and then began spreading it, you know, to your immediate circle. So like the context of that clip, he's talking about someone saying, hey, did you hear so-and-so's music? I kind of liked it. And he's like, no, I thought it was terrible. But that person didn't listen to it. He just read a comment of 10 other people who said the music was terrible. So it's like, wait, now you're kind of shifting that person's perspective to also believe like, man, maybe I heard wrong or maybe like what I like isn't really cool. It's like, so, so he's, you know, he's really bringing context to the, to the dialogue in terms of like using your phone or using someone else's opinion, embracing it as your own and then spreading it to other people to almost ruin their experience. So when I think of something like that, I think about people do it on both ends. They do it from a sense of, criticizing something or critiquing something, but they also do it to their own goals and their AKA life visions, right? Mm -hmm. Where they start to hear Nikki say, oh, Nikki said she wants a $10 million house with a pool and real uh, 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 massage sounds. Oh, I want that. That's my goal. And it's like, but that's not your goal. Like Nikki had a real life experience that made that a thing for her. So we do it on both ends, Nick's. We lack curiosity. We're actually lazy in a sense. Yep. So we take what we hear, and because there's not much effort that needs to go with it, we take what we hear and we're like, oh, I'm going to make that mine. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, or indifferent. So you embrace it as your own and you spread it. Curiosity, though, is saying, man, why? Oh, that's kind of cool. Like, but why? Mm-hmm. How does that work? You know, what, what else is there? 
right? You start asking these questions and not taking things for face value, and you at least gather enough pieces of information to start coming up with your own interpretation. Right. To, to at least gain enough interest to be like, yo, I want to go visit that. I want to go visit a Dubai and see if the, the Burj Khalifa is the same way as it was projected here in this video. Right. You know, like, so, but you don't arrive that if you just look at someone's opinion of something, again, good, bad, or indifferent, and say, yep, that's mine too. Don't no, be curious. Question things. You know, go, go see what's behind the, the surface value. So I think that's one of the solutions for sure that will allow people to start coming up with their own honest opinions. And then more importantly, have something exciting enough to finally lift their head up, you know, and stop looking down on the phone or whatever's happened immediately in front of them to actually experience some real life stuff. Yeah, I, I said it. I said last episode how important experience is. Like, huge. It's. Is something that we maybe don't put too much weight on because we feel like we can experience it all on our laptops, on our phones and things like that. But uh, like I said earlier in the um, in the episode in a joking way, but I didn't know I needed to experience hearing real rain while getting a massage and understanding true relaxation where people are put in an environment a, a fake environment to make you feel as if that is true relaxation but you really never ex- that came from a real life experience they know these mm-hmm. particular sounds really right. work because somebody really experienced it so some of these Things that we see on our phone and our laptops and everything are secondhand experiences and information. And we can't necessarily say it's true or false because we never experienced it on our own. Mm -hmm. So in that interview, he was talking about reference points and something else. Do you remember that second word? It was like reference and... uh, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. He said it was in the clip that you sent me, but um, I'm not going to play it here because it may have curse words, but let's try if you can. Um, But I'm as much as I know I'm addicted to my phone and I know that I get a lot of my information from, uh, from the phone and the laptop and YouTube university, I also have to try it myself. I also have to do it myself, experience it. Right. And I don't necessarily think things are wrong lately as far as if somebody does something and I don't agree with it, I go more on, I just wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do those particular things. I don't see the benefit of that. I don't necessarily understand it. And that's because based off what I've done or based off who I am, I would, I, I, I'm just the opposite, but that doesn't make anything right or wrong. And just because we see one thing on the phone, that doesn't mean the whole world sees it like that as well. So I kind of, 
liked what he said. Did, did you get the second word? Did you get the second word? I did it. No, I was. I did, I want to protect the audio for our listeners, and I'm like, oh man, this is going mess it up. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think it was in the second clip that, but never mind. Doesn't matter. So, at the end of the day, go experience something. Experience something. So you you right? You good? You, yeah, I'm trying to listen for the word now. I'm like, done. okay, now I'm we're really done. curious <laughs> to hear it. Wait, we're done. Wait, okay. Nuance. Okay, that I'm with that. Nuance and reference points. But I mean, that's true because it's like I said. Go watch the 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 interview, but. We believe, like, like we went over a few episodes ago. We believe jewelry has a certain kind of status because of our certain reference points, right? This culture does it this way, and so we find that acceptable. Where another culture could look at it and be like, "Oh no, this is horrible! What are y'all doing? This isn't working. Right. This ain't it, right?" Right. But it all goes based off. Um, what we've done, what we've experienced, and what we are surrounded by. I mean, so last thing, um, when this drops, this is uh, first off, shout out to all the Leos uh, listening or whoever's going to share this to a Leo, shout out to all Leos. Uh, and this is an important week because Nipsey's born day is on the 13th and that will be the week that we drop it. So, you know, I had to find a quick bar or two, uh, from the late great Nip about some advice that he would give to new entrepreneurs and just new people that's trying to come up on the scene. If it wants to come up, oh, what just happened? See, mm. this is weird. What? Uh, this is a first. This that's a real big first. What is? This is new. All right. I love it. Right. Love it. This Let's, is so dope. We get to we get I to roll with it all. Oh, there there huh? it was. I heard it. I heard it. Sh- shout out to our people who like love us. I think I look at it like unique solutions for unique problems. I don't think they got to use the same models back in the day or the mentality of doing it the way that the people before them did it because it's a totally different game. They got mm-hmm. all type of different tools. They got to look at the game like a blank sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And go at it based on what they see. And that's the best approach. So yeah. picking up the moves and the wisdom of what, what took place and what was successful for artists before them, but not being made rigid by that and thinking that yeah. I'm going to do it like this because it's not going to happen like that in yeah. my opinion. You're going to have to extract the general concept and apply it to the new approach. I'm, I'm going to keep this quick because really, you know, the last one is normally to get Moose's kind of reaction to it. I always like doing that for some reason. But um, for me, this his advice is always goes to the point of doing something new, like creating your own path and that there is a blueprint from before and what worked before, but that was before. 
Wow, I said a lot of befores. Hello. That's okay. Competition. Yeah, yeah, you said a lot of competition. competition, from earlier. Right? (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And the fact that we are now making money from just our ideas and the phone, from a template of, let's say, Shopify, of click funnels of email marketing. There's so many things that you can make different types of money from on demand services with shirts and merch, like anything is possible. And so going into this entrepreneurship world, this branding world, you have to look at it, like he said, as a blank slate and take certain things that, other people before us have done and and try it and not be so this this is it this must work if it doesn't work I'm a failure you look at it as like I'm here to create a whole new vibe a whole new movement right and when we look at it like that anything is possible and the amount of money that we can make is disgusting. It's just... Rihanna is a billionaire. <laughs> South Park is $900 million. <laughs> I don't... I, I, don't, I don't... I don't know. I don't... Once again, I still I, I feel like... I, I, don't. I, I still feel like I'm doing something wrong. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I but in, I mean, in all honesty, I, I just think we sometimes stick too much to a certain script. And we continue to do what used to work. And we're continuously going into a new year, a new month, a new day. And I feel that you should give a new energy and a new sense of structure to new ideas. Not, I got a new idea, does it fit in this box? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but if it doesn't, you should still try. You should still go, because who would have thought South Park would come back? They probably pitched it. You know what? Let's let's try this again. Let's run this back. But I got new ideas off of something that used to work, but I got new right. ideas to keep it current, to keep it relevant, to keep it within the times. You know? So I don't know. That's I like that little little bars. For sure. For sure. For sure. No, I mean again I'm I'm the Make reference to Jada Kiss. It's like, yo, everyone came in and he could have just followed the same exact sequence of all the different artists, all of the different people who've done verses before him. And he just came in here and innovated. It's still on the same platform, still on the same concept, but innovated and look at how much more people enjoyed such a raw and, and like real life authentic experience because of how he just kind of shook it up a little bit. So mm-hmm. I do think like, yo, details matter. Structure matters, but nothing is that serious that we can't afford to just kind of like 
test something, throw something a little bit against the grain and see what comes out of it. So, you know, shout out to Nip Man and, uh, of course, rest in peace to a true great. So, you know what I'm about to say. Follow us everywhere. Okay, follow us everywhere. At Nikki and Moose. Join the All Access Squad because we're going to have a really great conversation after this. And the only way you can hear it is if you're part of the after show, which is part of the All Access Squad. So all my Apple podcast people now, Spotify, Google podcasts, we're working on something. Bear with us right now. It's only Apple podcasts. There's no date. So you might as well get an iPad. Hear me? Might as well get you an iPad. Might as well get you an iPad. Might as well get you an iPad. Go and join the uh, All Access Squad. It's it's worth it. It's it's worth it. I'm just saying. Um, but Moose, how did you feel about this episode? I liked it. I liked it. I enjoyed this episode. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We're talking about uh, big money and uh, and people with too much money and some of their ideas. It's okay. We're here for it. You know, it's uh, it gives it a fresh take. Big facts. And I'm going to talk on this after show of uh, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> what am I mm. doing wrong? Why? Okay. Where you but at? We'll, yeah, we'll talk about it. But uh, Moose, final words. Yeah, I'm going back to Tyler, the creator, man. I'm, I'm really fascinated by um, just, just his, his energy, his creativity and everything that he has going on. And I think the, the thing, the lesson, the reminder that Again, always I like to remind myself first before I remind everyone else. And I always hope that it can be useful for those listening, those watching. But it's like, yo, when you see something weird and, and, and you felt this, like you've come across people that you're like, I don't like him. I don't like her. She's this. He's that. And it's like before your mind starts to gossip or take you down the rabbit hole and pass judgment, ask why. Ask why. Because as I got to listen to this person, I started to see past the nails painted. I started to see past the blonde hair. I started to see past, you know, what I would consider a different type of clothing. I was like, wow, creative genius. Someone who's extremely passionate about what they do. Someone who is inspired by doing things differently. Someone who I probably have more in common with than other artists who I thought I actually liked. So not your traditional, you know, uh, final words, but just a reminder to you that before you ask, before you pass judgment, Ask why. 